Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Talk with the Titans, live from London, UK, all the way to the US of A and worldwide. I'm your host, Callum L, and this is Talk with the Titans. You know what, tonight's show, we've got the Armin Ross squad in the building, and they're going to give us a presentation on no pseudo. All the pseudoism in the community is definitely a no-fly zone around the Armin Ross squad. Ain't that right, guys? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the Magi right there. Who else we've got here from the Amon Ra squad who's with us right now? We have our brother Ishmael uh, live right now, brother Kalam. Peace, Stephen. Peace, my brother. And of course, we've got, you know what, the king of New York, the god killer himself, Anka Keck in the building. Peace. Hey, black African power, man. No fly zone. <laughs> Fly zone at all. You know what? You know what? We have to start the show off right. We have to. We have to have the Almond Ra squad um, slogan sounded off right now. So who's with me? Which which one? Black African. Oh, well organized lie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a well organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Who we? we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Now, this is. It's crazy. You know what, yeah? Um, we've started a new thing, which is the quick fire, the Titans top 10 quick fire round of questions where we're asking 10 questions really fast um, just to give us give us a nice little warm-up before we actually get into the heart of the show. Um, and for those of you who are new and just tuning in right now and have no idea about Talk With The Titans, Talk With The Titans was literally created out of the idea, was birthed out of the idea that the intellectual giants should have a well-organized platform to A, discuss, B, debate, and C, uh, debate, discuss, and present critical information affecting our community proposed by you, the audience members, our community. So a lot of you have proposed some of these questions, so we're going to ask these questions right now. You know what? I think this question really may actually go to the Mossy clan as well as um, you know certain members in the, in the Amon Ra squad. Now, there has been a whole issue. There's been some whole madness that we've seen transpired over Sarnet TV in terms with, um, you know, Dr. Ali Muhammad. You know, I love that brother, Dr. Ali Muhammad. He's, he's a good brother. He's one of the first Titans to actually grace talk with the Titans. But, you know, on there, he held up a certificate um, that seemed, I don't know, I don't know. It didn't seem 100% legit. Uh, due to the spelling mistakes. And I know the Mossy clan and the Amon Ra squad um, did a presentation on that. I don't know if you're at liberty, I don't know if there's a ceasefire going on right now, but are you at liberty to actually uh, give us an overview of what actually took place? Yeah, it was like, it's no kind of a ceasefire or anything like that. The brother uh, was uh, in the in the room with uh, Brother Anka Kat, and he uh, flashed up a, a degree, and on that particular degree, um, he had some spelling errors that were on that degree. Um, the actual, uh, I guess the, the the title of the degree as well as uh, some spellings of the word 20 on there. Um, we identified it as far as the spelling errors. Um, I think as a squad we do believe that he does have a degree, but uh, I guess there's some dispute on if it's the degree on what he was claiming that it was on. Um, you know, he was making the claim that it was a degree dealing with chemistry, biology, genetics. Um, we don't know that, or at least I don't know that. Um, but as far as him actually uh, obtaining a degree, we take him at his word for it. Um, 
He's been a longtime scholar within the community, uh, very well respected. Um, we support the brother. And I think that if there's any kind of discrepancies, that it should be handled between him and that particular institution, which is a Temple University. Um, so that's really the, our stance on it. And that's our particular view on it as far as uh, Amin Raswa. Okay. Okay. And you know what? Um, I'm actually have to introduce, because um, I don't know if a lot of the community is aware um, of the Mossy clan. Yes, the Mossy clan was, you know, was in part responsible for actually bringing this information to our attention. So I just want to just welcome um, Brother Nahisi. Um, if you're there, Brother Nahisi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace, my brother. I think you did an excellent job on, um, you know, that short presentation. Um, you know, the research that you went in and the charisma you showed on screen had us captivated and entertained for <laughs> for a good period of time. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And could you just give us a quick intro to the Mossy Clan and the members that actually is inside, which is an offshoot of the Amon Ra Squad? Actually, I don't know all the members of it. I can, uh, I can elaborate on that. I don't know all the members specifically. I know Brother Benjamin. Okay. 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 It's a secret. It's a secret. If I tell you, I had to kill you, Kalam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, I, what I will tell you is, what I will tell you is, man, um, we got dedicated brothers and sisters. You know, uh, Masi. Massey Warrior Clan, a uh, very, very important uh, aspect of what we do so that when, when, when the, the members on the Amon Ross Squad get old, you got the young brothers and sisters taking up the slack. Uh, that's the same with Tim Osiris. Uh, it's very, very healthy environment to grow and learn, enough people to get it in, um, study teams, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the Massey man is a very, very important uh, group. You know, you got, um, you got Black Panther. You got uh, Amin, you got Haru, um, you, you got uh, Bunchy Carter, um, you got, man, it's a few people that we waiting to bust out, but we just holding back when it's time, you know how we let them silos go. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's important, but I like to thank, um, you know, Brother Nahisi, you know, for, for that information. And it wasn't to be funny. Um, you know me personally, uh, I, don't, I don't have a degree. You feel me? So for me, for a person to uh, flash a degree is kind of like, you know, I call that white boy shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I consider myself um, an autodidact, right? And if you know what an autodidact is, that's a self-taught person. Um, most people don't even understand that. Uh, Charles Darwin would have been an autodidact. People don't know that. All right? Uh, Joe Lee Rogers was that. Uh, John Henry Clark was that. So you flashing degree on me, that don't do nothing for me. I feel like I can get you the information to comprehend it just as good as anybody with a degree. So he was kind of out of bounds and was showboating on that. So you know what I mean? I mean, he got himself in that because I would have never brought that up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I like Ali. And, um, you know, we never try to disrespect people. I think that when we come back so hard, people feel like we just – we like bully. I don't know what it is, man, but they should know that we're very, very serious in our work. Our work is not based around beating up people in the black community. Our work is based around raising the level of everybody around us, man. That's what we're dedicated to, man. And that's why we say there's no fly zone, because people are too intelligent 
right, in our community that have to make up shit. My fault. We're too intelligent not to hold that standard that Africans have been holding, man, for like 194,000 years. They tell you, right, right in the scientific data, right, that uh, Homo sapiens sapiens in Omo Valley, uh, they say there's no evidence to suggest that they were any that they were less intelligent than we are today. So the African been intelligent from the start, man. You feel me? So I'm not here to bash certain and the certain people, man. I'm just saying get your daggone weight up, and if you get out of order, right, directed towards the squad or directed towards the community, and we feel deemed necessary, we're just gonna deal with it, man. You know what I'm saying? And it, it ain't no cut calls on that. And it can go both ways. I got a book coming out. Smash got a book. Look. Smash got a book. Put the fire to it. You know the goddamn logo shining bright in that, in that joint. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Look. Look, let me show you, man. We got this. Look. We got that. You know what I'm saying? The, the, come on, man. Meltrex. Logo shining bright in that. It's in school systems. Man, it, it make me proud to go to Philly and see this book on the damn shelf, man. In the bookstore, it, it make me proud to go to go to uh, um, go to Baltimore, right? See this on the bookshelf. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're like our books is in bookstores, like so. Really, people are just talking. The squad ain't about that, man. You know, I do a lot of talking, but my comrades around me, they don't really like to talk. And when they come out, they finish you. I just be playing with you, smacking you around. I'm like the warning shot. So, so whenever I throw something, right? It's a warning shot. It's that blow coming behind it that'll finish your career. So, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? We ain't really dedicated. We dedicated to dealing with white academia, Kalam. And you've seen that in the museum. When me and Ish went in there and dealt with those brothers in one of the largest museums, man, it was what it was. You could just see what it is. And we got in Gozi. I don't know where you at, man. Come on, man. This, this, this is not hard work. We want to really build a strong community, man. Seriously, yo, all this back and forth thing. It's really just some fun time stuff, man. But we really want to make a difference in our lifetime for our community. That's what it really is, bro. Definitely, definitely. You know what? I've got a second question for you out of the 10 questions that we've got um, here. And this is actually coming from uh, Kedrick Smith. And he mm -hmm. says, Brother Unk, please ask Brother Unk this question. What is the most pseudo-teaching that majority of the African-centered community currently hold as truth? That's some kind of way we superheroes somewhere along the line. That we're more than just human. Like we some kind of God. I think everybody forgot that human beings made up gods. Human beings did that. In some kind of way we got a special power and all we got to do is hold true to our melanin and the community get fixed. That's the most pseudo thing we got going here. That we hold some kind of special power. That's not the truth. Mother Nature gave everybody an advantage on planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? So the, I think that's one of the most suitable things we got going, that we think we some kind of superhero gods or something, man. That's not the truth. All right. And the third question that I have to ask right now, I know I've got to get all the controversy out of the way. You know what? Um, you know what? Shaka Ahmos mentioned Brother Ishi's name again on Sarneta TV. He mentioned your name as well. I want to know, has the ceasefire truly ended? Or, you know what? Is everything back to normal again? And how do you feel? Furthermore, how do you feel about the brother mentioning your name again? I don't know. I like free commercials sometimes. And that's all I got to say. See that? Right? Watch this. Look. 
You see this? You see that, right? Mm-hmm. We see it. Who picture you see on this book? That's the Magi. Okay, you don't see his face, do you? Nope. Look. Who face you see on this book? Shaka Moses' face. Hold on, let me turn the page. Let me turn the page. Next page. Who face you see on this book? Ooh, we see Shaka Moses' face oh, again. Okay, hold on. Well, well, let me turn the page. Let me, let me just see. Hold on. Who face you see on the next page? Damn, is that Shaka again? Uh oh, wait. Let's go to the back of the book. We like to study. Back of the book. Who who face on the back of the book? Damn. Hold on. Out of the fifty odd pages, are you telling me at least five pages has got Shaka Moses' face whoa, on it? Whoa, whoa. Let's come to the bibliography. This is the bibliography. Look. Oh wow. Okay. So okay. I mean, I don't have to talk about this, man. I don't. You know, thanks for the free commercial, Shaka. I love you, brother. <laughs> you can look all through this. I don't. I only see. Look, scholarly work, bro. This is scholarly work, man. Look. Look, man. Look. Look. Ujjawa work. Look. Look, man. Mm. Look who he got on the back of that. That mm. means something. When, when when this get into a person's consciousness, right? It means something. The scientist right there. Look. That means something. It get into your consciousness. It means something. Look, let me show you something, man. You can see who playing. Yo, this means something right there, man. That stand for something, bro. It, it look, I don't what look. I don't see his picture in this book. I, I don't see none of that. Look. Look, wait, I ain't finished yet. Look. Come on, man. Come on with that, man. I don't I don't we don't gotta talk about that. We don't gotta talk about that. It's not look. I mean, it ain't even worth it. Yo, like like it's almost, I'm thinking, I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking they just trying to get me or something. Because they can't be that crazy. I don't see her picture on here, man. I see, I see, watch this. This is family members working. Like she actually used her family members right here as the voices and stuff like that to teach the kids how to run a business. They teach them how to act. They, come on, man. Like, like this is real work, man. And they always bait me into this for some crazy reason, man. Because they know I'm kind of, they think I'm real high-headed, but I'm really not. I just like playing that role. So everybody know I'm not really that high-headed. But we got some high-heads around us. So everybody just had a, we're going to have fun. 2016, we're going to have fun going around the world, right, promoting Magi, Archers. We got prison programs coming. We got the live streams. It, come on, man, like for real. It, it, we, if, if not for the love of the community, right, we would just not say nothing to people. But since we love the people, man, we just be having fun, man. We know they like a little entertainment. That's what I do. Have some fun, crack some jokes, you know what I mean, and make sure the work get done, man. I mean, that's what we doing, yo. We ain't, and then we, Team Osiris, man, you, come on, man. It, it ain't fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me go, let me go on to the fourth question. I believe yeah, this is the fourth, question, fourth of the ten questions, okay? You know, quite recently we had the brother Zion Lex actually um, with us in the studios over here at Talk with the Titans um, with, um, you know, the Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. Before yes. we go into that, before we go into that, because I yeah. saw the book, I saw the book, uh, Where is the Love by the brother Asaim Hotep. Right. And Zion Lex, you know, had a wish. You know, he stated he would love to actually debate you know, not based upon personality, not based upon ego, not based upon hype, but to actually debate one of his, or debate an intellectual equal as himself, as Asaim Hotep and Sinjedi. 
you know, what I want to know, and I think what the audience oh, wants to know uh, as well. Equal. Intellectual equal? Where, where, where's his writings at? Where, where, where's his writings? Do we have any writings? Does he have any books? He got one book to his credit. He might have another. I'm not no, looking. Maybe we should get a book. copy of that. You think we should get a copy of that? I think uh, we should. Uh, uh, let's get a copy then. You know, let me, let's give Zion Lex a quick, um, you know, a little quick promo. I believe he does have uh, two books out. I believe you can find them on Amazon. Um, I believe one was written in response of the comedic on trial debate, which he wasn't able to present his information. So I think the bulk of his information he went into a book. So just a quick promo to my brother Zion Lex. What's the name of the book? I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, because I can tell you it was a real book. I'm, a, you know, I love books. I love books. Look, wait, wait, look at this, Kalam. Look, Kalam. Look. Look at what's this, Kalam? I got 50 reasons right here why I'm gonna beat you up. Look, I'm gonna beat them up. They don't read enough. I ain't got no degree. I gotta stay on top of all the new shit. It's um, it's all year long. Look, all year long. All, all year, look, all year long. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read more than the average person. I'm up at six o'clock in the morning reading. Look, I'm going to beat them up. Look, they ain't never seen this side of the collection. Magazine, they ain't never seen all that. They ain't seen all that. They ain't never going to see all that. You know, to everybody think I'm the weak link, I ain't never been a weak link on nothing I did. I'm just a link. Trust me. And mm. I'm, I'm going to stay strong because I got, I, got, I got warriors around me that's way stronger, so I got I to keep my weight up, bro. That's, that's just real. So, so Design Lex Saga, I want to see, can I see the book? Let me see this book, because I can look at it in two seconds and tell whether it's a good book. That's mm. what I do. Oh, yeah. new book. Look. Look at this. Look. Look. Hardcover there. In my memory, I think his book... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, in my memory, I think his book is called It Was Written. Is that correct or something like that? I believe so. I believe so, yes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not... I want to read it and I support his work. I ain't mad at nobody who's trying to put out works. That's what we do. Okay, and you know what, since we're here right now at this point, um, I'm just going to encourage everybody um, who's watching right now to please uh, hit the share button down below, share it on your Facebook, share it on your socials, your Googles and so forth, let everybody actually know we've got the Amon Ra squad in the building today with us, we've also got Team Osiris in the building, Mossy Clan in the building, the Magi in the building, you know what, this is a packed house, we've got Ujawu in the building, um, you know what, so it's a packed house right about now. Ngozi just popped in. So please hit the share button, hit the share link, and let everybody know that we are live with, you know what, the mm, the hard-hitting titans are here with us right now. You know what? Question, Kalam. Question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you on Team Osiris? I'm on Team Osiris. Well, I'll never hear you say it. <laughs> Ask you the tough question. Huh? I'll never hear you promote it. I'll never hear you say Ah, uh, Team Osiris. I'm just going to ask you the tough question. I'm just, you know, just asking the tough question. I say every single time Team Osiris comes on, Team Osiris is on the horizon. Is that true? Because the truth is, that's the only reason we're here, Kalam. Because if you wasn't Team Osiris, we wouldn't be here, brother. I'm just going to be, I'm going to keep it real with you. We support family, brother. Just let you know. I, I, I got a quick question. Go ahead. Um, you, you brought up the brother, um, the good brother, Zion Lex. Um, I just had a question. Um, did did the brother you, he was on your show, but was there ever a point in time where the brother um, spoke about his accusation about the stream? 
uh, issue because for some reason I, I may have missed it, but I don't think I haven't seen the brother um, come back and address that issue. Okay. Are you referring to the green screen? Did you say about the green screen, right? Yeah, his accusation about the Egypt trip uh, <laughs> uh, with the green screen. Um, did he ever come back and address that issue? Oh. Nah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't own up to that one. But you know, some of the things. Well, the reason why I bring that up, and if if he didn't, I don't know. So I'm not gonna accuse him of not doing it. But if he didn't, then I don't understand why we can even entertain someone uh, to have a debate on their so-called intellectual equal. If they if they don't have the integrity enough to um, address it and own up to that, so that's just my piece on that. Uh, but I'm not I'm not saying that he didn't. I just I just didn't catch it. That's why I'm asking the question. All right, all right. Um, and I'm gonna bring it down now. So we got we got another question. So I believe this is the fifth question. Um, this is the fifth question, um, and it's coming from the brother Nyame Ubuntu, um, and he says with in the um, evolution conference, uh, Polite said that the Egyptians used nanotechnology to build the pyramids. Does the Amon Ra squad agree with this hypothesis? And uh, he gives a reference of the 42nd minute mark uh, until the 48 minute mark in the Kemetic Science and Evolution and Creation um, conference. So, does the Amon Ra squad, um, you know? Agree with that hypothesis that Polite put forward. What? Somebody want to answer that? Nope. I'm let you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll answer that. <laughs> um, no, the brother Polite got it from an article um, that was from. Actually, the article is dated. Kofu no. Kofu no uh, for sure. In 2007, it's an article where a person is making that analogy. The, the article is not saying that the ancient Egyptians actually practiced nanotechnology per se. It, it was it was a, a use of an analogy because of what what the uh, certain stones were made up of, um, certain mixtures, and that was it. So it's it's you know it shouldn't be taken out of context as as though the ancient Egyptians were nanotechnologies and they were dealing with uh, particles that were uh, one billionth of a of uh, diameter apart from each other, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, no. All right, thank you. Um, you know, I know Team Osiris. Um, did Team Osiris want to add anything towards that? Hey, Kufu, no. We got Kufu. Okay, I guess he's being silent on this one. Um, I'm actually going to bring it over now to some other questions that we've got here. Um, we've got a question about young Pharaoh. <laughs> young Pharaoh. Um, I think the majority of our audience members have heard this phrase, pseudoism, pseudo, pseudo king, no pseudo allowed, pseudo, 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 um, from the Amon Ra squad in relations to uh, young Pharaoh. So I want somebody to, you know, for those of us who aren't, uh, I don't know, we're not apt to the terminology of pseudo, can someone please explain pseudo or pseudoism and why, why, why does the Amon Ra squad put young Pharaoh into the category of pseudoism? Um, first of all, no one puts no one in the category. 
they put themselves in the category. So let's go straight to the definition. Uh, let's deal with pseudo for a minute. Uh, the prefix pseudo, okay, is used to mark something that superficially appears to be or behaves like one thing, but actually is another. Okay, that's pseudo. So we're talking about things that appear to be something that is really not, right? Let's deal with uh, pseudoscience. Is a claim, belief, or practice presented as scientific, but which does not adhere to the scientific method. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Pseudoscience is a claim, belief, or practice presented as scientific, but does not adhere to the scientific method. Now, see, this is not even hard to figure this out. This is very, very easy. You know what I'm saying? So we don't place anybody in that. So let's deal with pseudo-scholarship. Is a work, publication, lecture, or body of work that is presented as, but is not, is not the product of rigorous and objective study or research, the act of producing such work, or the, or the pretended learning upon which it is based. So the Amara squad does not put anybody anywhere. They put themselves in those categories. Easy. Easy. Very wow. simple. We don't bash anybody. You do it to your damn self. It's not Unk. It's not the Magi. It's not Ish. It's not Ngozi. It's not Nahisi. You know what I'm saying? It's not Garfield. It's not none of us. We don't do that. It's not Ujau. It's not Dr. Oyamayat. It's not Bunchy Carter. It's not us. It's not the Black Panther. We're not doing it. So they need to stop saying that. The Amara Squad is not doing that. We're simply bringing the attention to the people that there are definitions that exist. What's going on, Gozi? There are definitions that exist, right? And certain people, based off their works, Will end up falling to those categories, man. Simple. Mm. Simple, simple. And you know what? <clears throat> We've got this this debate coming up now. Polite versus the rabbi Harry Rosenberg. Um, you know what? Some people are calling and saying that, you know what, polite shouldn't be the one that's actually debating uh, the rabbi. Um, it needs somebody more scholarly. Uh, it needs the Hebrews to be debating uh, the rabbi. I just want to know your thoughts on this whole debate with the Jewish man called Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. I mean, it's simple. He's a fraudulent Jew, and they've been around for a really, really long time, and they've been available to be debated for a really, really long time. So now one person stands up to debate them, why stand on the sidelines and critique it now? You had an opportunity to invite them for many, many years, and you chose not to. You chose to remain silent. So I commend and I salute Brother Polite for stepping up to the challenge and calling out and dealing with this issue because obviously no one decided to do it before. Hmm. And you know, there's a second debate that's taking place between Reggie and um, the Moors. Um, I believe it's uh, Sharif. Can somebody correct me? Which Moor is going to be against? That's correct. That's our brother, uh, Dr. Reggie, and brother Sharif A. Bay. Absolutely. 
That's it. That's it. Now you know. I know ish. You you are. I believe are more. Um, and I believe that you are very educated more at that. Um, you know, personally, I would rather see a debate or discourse between you and Reggie or you and Shaka Ahmos um, about, you know, the Moorish um, empire, the Moorish movements, etc. So, you know, is there any, is there going to be anything where we see Ishmael involved with any debates uh, coming up? Because I know a lot of our uh, audience members are familiar with you sitting on the panel of the, um, I believe it's the Young Lords, what is it called? The young lords, you know, and you're doing some uh, healthy, uh, passionate uh, lectures on Nation of Islam and uh, Scientology and, and co. So I want to know, you know, when are we going to actually start seeing more of the Amun Ra squad members involved with the debates, especially you, Brother Ish? Um, what, what I can say is that when the call went out for uh, any moors, the call went out for the best of them, unquote. And I was the very first more to accept that challenge. I accepted the challenge uh, publicly for uh, Brother Reggie to engage in academic debate and I was denied that opportunity. Um, I then called out again for Shaka Atmos to face off with me on the stage and once again I was denied. So I'm as a Muslim. I do not go where I'm not wanted. Um, <laughs> if there's misinformation that is going out there, that misinformation will be addressed. We will do it independently, and I will make sure that as Amir Rasqua, we will be diligent, and we will dispel all of the myths and the misinformation that is being spread throughout the community. But you know, I cannot make a man face off with me after I tell them that I accept their challenge and they refuse to accept that. To me, it's cowardly. To me, you know, don't make broad statements about all Moors and then when a Moor steps up, you then wish to alter the engagement rules, attempting to have me answer for some Circle 7 Quran when it's something that I've never promoted in my life. I've never been a member of a Moor Science Temple in my life. I have students that run more science temples in our sheiks. I make sheiks. I don't answer the sheiks. So I deal with Moorish history from an African-rooted perspective and an academic perspective. So if you say you want the best and I'm willing to step up and engage with you and you refuse to accept that, then we will simply move on because we have bigger and better things to focus upon. Mm, teach. All right. And another thing that I need to know, um, you know, because this, this has come up before in, in past discourses, um, you know, is it is there a contradiction uh, being on the Amun Ra squad yet holding on to uh, a particular practice or a particular faith? Can you be Muslim and still be a member of the Amun Ra squad? Uh, yes, you can. Um, I was taught by a very good teacher and I've had very good big brothers and big guidance in my journey of coming into the knowledge of myself. Brothers who accepted Master Farah Muhammad, brothers who accepted Allah, their faith as Muslims, and still could understand the totality of what it means to remain African-centered at your core and to make sure that you're looking out for the best interest of the people 
in a unified manner. So yes, I have yet to see anyone as bold with the enemies as Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad. I've yet to see one in my lifetime. If you can take on the President of the United States and the Vice President and the Congress and the Senate and the FBI, the CIA and every other alphabet group, and you can still stand strong, still remain as a strong black man, still maintain your Muhammad, still maintain Master Farah Muhammad, still be unified for all African people, then obviously I have a very good example of a prototype of something that I can say, I see that it can be done, now let me customize it and do it my way. Ah! Hey, hey let me add some of that, Kalam. Go ahead. You only got one Khaled Muhammad. He's no longer with us. And you only got one Ismail Law. And I'm just going to say that. And I'm going to leave it right there. All right? Because we ain't got number of special people around us. So I don't think it'll be another special person coming along in another 50 years. They, they could even make the Amaral squad. Feel me with that. Mm. All right? Now, if you're going to be a Christian, you got to be super special. Hebrew, you got to be super special. Fill me with that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's one. I think when they, when, when they made the mold, you know what I'm saying, they threw, that, they threw it away. That's how I'm feeling. All right? All right. Trust me. You ain't going to find no more Khaled Muhammad's running around here. And you know what? I've got to ask this question as well. You know what? Because the Amonara squad is definitely a force uh, to be reckoned with. And I think most people, whether it's Hebrews, uh, Muslims, Christians, um, you know, everybody is actually kind of running scared, even from the comedic um, stance, is actually running scared from the Amon Ra squad. So a lot of the time, you know, people are familiar with the debates. Um, and I think that's usually the key tent pole hooking point for everybody just to be aware of what's going on in the community. Obviously, there's loads of things going on in the community. There's lectures going on. There's seminars. There's workshops. There's all these different courses that takes place inside of the conscious community that, you know what, generally speaking, the public, the mass public, have no awareness of it. So I want to know um, from Ujawu, Ujawu himself, because I know Ujawu, he runs the uh, meduneta.com, um, I believe it's medu-neta, and he does the um, ancient Egyptian language, the hieroglyph language. Uh, he does several courses on their beginners and intermediate courses. Now, you know what, can anybody... I don't know who. If you had the opportunity, is there anybody you would want to? Um, I don't know. Dialogue with, just dialogue with, um, pertaining to the Meduneta or pertaining to ancient Egyptian culture that you believe is actually misinforming or miseducating uh, the people. I know the brother Necheneb um, had a wonderful presentation in line for Walter Williams on his claims that the ancient Egyptian language has never been deciphered. So I want to know if you had the opportunity to have a dialogue um, with somebody about uh, the ancient Egyptian history and culture, who would it be? Um, that's a tough question because I don't, I don't see um, the people that I would like to dialogue with, they, they're very um, astute and proficient in the culture and language already it would be it would be a dialogue of um, progress you know in discussing different um, aspects of the, of the language but in terms of what I think you're asking me as far as someone misinforming 
the community. Um, nobody really stands out. It's just that there are certain claims I would like to um, address, and I have addressed in the past. One is uh, the good professor, uh, Dr. Williams' claim that the um, Seshmedu Netra has not been deciphered. And uh, we, we've covered that like two years ago, and it kind of popped up very strong recently. So that would be one. Um, so it would be particularly about different claims. Um, but outside of that, no one really uh, stands out that I would say misinforming. You know, you have your sporadic uh, articles that will pop up that will be addressed, but uh, no one in particular will come to mind to me right now. I think, I think you know, within the community, there is a lack of teachers from the comedic point of view who's up front and um, producing works. Um, but I know that you're in the inner circle of great scholars and minds in terms of the comedic community. Uh, could you put forward uh, certain names, um, articles, and publications um, that's circulating at the moment that is, uh, isn't getting the mass media that it truly deserves? Okay, well, I could say one uh, that comes to mind. Um, uh, Jean-Claude Mboli, who is a uh, African linguist, um, I believe his work needs to be uh, definitely um, looked at and, re and read. The unfortunate thing is that it's in French. So the brother of Sarimotep, his work um, is definitely something to support and to um, for people to get into and, and read and study. Because what brother Sarimotep has done with Jean-Claude Mboli's work is to explain it to our audience here uh, because his work is, is written in French and it's a highly technical um, scientific work dealing with linguistics and his book is entitled, uh, Jean-Claude Mboli's book is entitled The Origin of African Languages and what that book does essentially is it reclassifies all of the African languages based on uh, evidence and proof based on actual genetic, linguistic genetic uh, testing unlike uh, Green, Greensburg classifications that most of us were familiar with, such as Nilo-Saharan, Niger-Congo, uh, Afro-Asiatic, and so on and so forth, those, that's what most people are using. Jean-Claude Mboli has definitely um, revisited that and done, done the genetic work over a 10-year period of time from 2002 to 2010, and that, that work is not, uh, in my opinion, is not receiving in enough uh, just due and mainly do because it's in uh, French. So that will be one. Asarmotep, um, another. And then obviously uh, Dr. Vakedi Amin, who has 30 years, uh, 30 plus years dealing with uh, hieroglyphs or Sheshmetu Nature. And she's an excellent teacher. She's my uh, formal teacher. Um, and then you have others uh, such as a late uh, Ankmi Ra. And of course we have Dr. Theophilo Benga, um, his work in regards to um, the culture of Kemet and the language and African culture in general. Um, and then there's others that um, escape my mind right now, but you can list them later on. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I believe there is a couple that, um, uh, you know, has their publication. And I believe that their publication is, you know, is highly revered in the community. And it's not no small work. It's, you know, pages numbering in 800s plus. Um, you know, is that Dr. Kilimanjaro? Uh, or who, who is that exactly, the, the, the couple that put forward right those publications? Manic Press, right here. Yo, official books in Amaral Squad, man. There That's we go. Uh, Dekar. 
uh, Professor or Dr. Daka Kilimanjaro and his wife Ife. And then you have the brother Yahra. Um, they're a team and they've done some excellent, excellent, excellent work. Excellent work. I mean, uh, the books are on steroids. The books are, uh, you know, over 1,100 pages. The particular book that Unc uh, just held up. Uh, they have some excellent, excellent work. Some very, very fundamental, um, necessary work. They, 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 they should be must-reads. They should be on the bookshelves of everybody, everybody in the so-called conscious community, because their their books cover things of how to research, what is the scientific method, how to study, how to research, how to take notes, how to formulate your notes, how to form study teams, how to set forth curriculums, how to run an institution, and so on and so forth. So that's the kind of work that they put in. All right. Yeah, right here, study teams. I'm there you go. There you go. Yeah, I model I model, you know what I'm saying? I model you know the Masi Timo Savo is right here, man. We don't remake the will. I got you know what I'm saying, I got uh like I think I'm I need one more book and I'll have all the books. You know, they send me books. I appreciate that, man. Y'all gotta support them. As a matter of fact, you'll be on the show this Sunday. All right. You know what I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get the Amonra squad to post up, uh, you know, links to where you can purchase these books and the authors that were actually mentioned. So please get your game up, get your research game up, get your reading game up, and we're definitely gonna post them with inside of the Talk with the Titans uh, Facebook group page, and we're gonna post them in the Amonra squad group page, and we're also gonna post them in the Team Osiris uh, group page as well. All of the authors that were mentioned uh, earlier on, as well as links to where you can buy their publications. Because trust me, we need to actually start reading these publications and start having an African-centered mind and, and and actually support our own. Um, you know what? These these couples, these individuals are producing great works, but they're just not popular. I don't know why they're not popular. The great information in there, but I guess most people are looking for the sensational pseudo information and they yeah. want to buy into uh, fairy tales, I assume. And Barnes and Nobles, that's where they want to hang at in the supernatural section. You know, they need to check that video. You see this, Kalam? Can you see this? Yeah. Let's, let me just put it right on you. Hold on. We can all see it. Hey, Hanging on pseudo Amon Ross Squad scholarship. Banging on that pseudo shit, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, ain't nobody got no banner that daggone big. They ain't ready, yo. So, so, if I kill my and them, man, they got, they actually got a curriculum. All right, let's get this straight. So, anybody trying to start up a school, right, they got a curriculum. All right? Um, that curriculum is for everybody. So, so we don't need to rewrite a curriculum. We got a curriculum and we got the books to match it up. All right. Um, that's very, very, very important, man. So, you know, we banging on that pseudo ship. You know what? You know why it's so important, Kalam? To get rid of pseudo ship. Tell us, tell us. It's pseudo science. You know why, Kalam? Go ahead. Not because we think we better, because we are better. And we are better because we stay close to the ancestors, right? Uh, we're free thinkers, right? And it's important because if you was to try to engineer a building off of pseudoscience, right, would that building stand up? No. 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 If you was trying to implement a fool program off of foolishness, 
Would it work? No. No. So I'm saying all the mystical, supernatural, that don't that don't work. That's not gonna work. We're, we're trying to learn how to run run infrastructures. It would be you, you know what I'm saying? We we want to rebuild a strong community, put protection on the community. We want to have uh, uh, community gardens where we can get food. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but if you have pseudo farming, it's not going to work. I, I'm just saying. So if there is no room for that, that's something you put when you just want to have some fun and read it. That's something different, man. You know what I'm saying? But but as far as people putting in the serious work, man, don't nobody have time for that. Many Europeans put it over in the section, and like Ujao said, you know, just find a pseudo king somewhere and let them run all of that, man. Come on, man. It, that's not the computer doesn't run off of pseudo science. Nothing. So so I don't understand. I don't really understand why. I mean, why people even uh, uh, part their lips and say it's the white man's science. I mean, like it's just very very confusing at the end of the day when people say that. As a matter of fact, the United States doesn't even lead the world in science. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the international community. And and I think, and, and I know Ish, you'll back me up on this, everybody on the team. Y'all back me up on this, man, that we got enough damn sense to know that white people lie. We, we, we get that. And black people might just lie. But what we do know for sure is numbers don't lie. Right? So we understand all of the trying to manipulate and skew numbers and trying to do this. And we, we get that. But the only thing that can catch that, right, is science. That, that's, I mean, how else are you going to put the raw data in and get it checked out properly? And, so, you and, know what I'm saying? That's, that's right or wrong, Ish. You, you absolutely. Feel, right? and, and that's why we don't stress uh, so much the degrees, we stress the methodology. Because we're dealing with uh, people that have institutions that produce people with scholarships every year. You get people that have degrees and PhDs in Egyptology and science that are black people every year. And there's still an overabundance of a pseudo-environment. And that's after all of these people have these degrees for all of these years. So why is it that it's groups like Amira Squad that focus on groundbreaking information because the reason why is because we're not a slave to the system. We think outside the box because we're not bound by the rules that have been established that's rooted in white supremacy. So from us dealing from an African perspective, we are already outside of the box and already one step ahead of those who have already been doing this for many, many years. So we take that very serious in order to be independent in our research and our methodology and making sure that we're doing it in an organized way so that we can uh, elevate the overall knowledge and information that our people need so much. So this is, this is why we do it the way that we do it, and this is why we're so effective at how we do it. That's so much more important. Mm -hmm. I think we um, lost the I think, I think Kalam dropped out. Oh, there he go. Came back I think we, oh, yeah, I think I think we got brother Kalam. Kalam, you, Kalam you're back. Is this the, the extra? Wow. I don't know what's just happened. I have to apologize, but if you lock can keep it um, blowing. 
You must have had pseudo on your mind, yo. There's a no fly zone, man. You must be thinking a little pseudo somewhere, man. Kick you out automatically, man. But uh, while, while, while Brother Kalam is getting things back in order, I think it's a very important time to focus on some of the things that we do focus on with Amin Ra's squad. We're very well invested in the youth. And Dr. Oya Mayat really has set the standard on a whole new level of us being able to uh, approach the youth and engage in them and making sure that we're giving them palatable information that they can take and grow and digest. We're also expanding and doing our prison programs, making sure that we're able to get books in the hands of inmates, male and females, as well as trying to put programs together where they can get money on the books for things that they would need within these institutions. We think that we as Amara Squad have an obligation in order to serve all of our people and there's a very important aspect of our people that need the study habits of making sure that they are getting things that's going to free their minds so that they are doing something while they're occupying their particular time but when they do get out they will still have a well-produced mind and be in a nationhood type of mentality so our prison programs is something that we're really working hard to reach into and that's something that we're really pushing hard towards as well as regular institutions like schools and things that's going to be tangible schools to be built from the ground up so that we can continue to invest in our youth and expound upon a foundation that's already being laid. Oh, you got, where, where you at, Magi? You know, Magi, man, we, we, we want to publish uh, books, um, Brothers in the Prison System. You want to talk about that for a minute, Magi? I'm sorry, I'm driving. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Uh, yeah, well, that is exactly a program we try to run uh, at Archers. If they don't understand Magi Archers, is uh, academics, researches, charity, housing, economics, resources, and security. And it's really a, a mixture between books and bucks, where we feel it's an MA writing program at a book club where we feel we want to teach our brothers basically how to use their authorship in order to actually, like Brother Ishmael said, gain some of the funds for uh, much-needed expenses as well as other things. But I'm, since I'm driving, I just want to uh, come to a quick close. All right. And let us not forget the merchandise. The works of Brother Wujau and and works of all all, all the members, but in particular the, the the exclusive designs, and and us being able to clothe ourselves, these are things that we take a lot of value in, 